Oh, you forgot your microphone. That's, That's cute. That's important. Is it? Wouldn't it be a little better without it? How dare you. Iron Brains, a podcast that is begging the human species to reconsider its collective decision to mediate all of human experience through the magical supercomputers we all walk around with in our hands, in front of our faces, attached to our ears and our wrists and our minds. A podcast that has consistently insisted that it would be far better if we would all take these devices and smash them like eggywegs against the nearest available brick wall. A podcast that insists upon this through aluminum and glass and across a million miles of wire against its own rational self-interest. A podcast that would love to watch the great smartphone smashing of 2023 in full, glorious, high-definition widescreen on any of its many glass and aluminum screens. But for one thing, the idiot's filming said event would no doubt be doing so in portrait mode. My name is Bob, sitting across the way from my good friend and co-host. That's Abe. How you doing tonight, Abe? Doing well, Bob. Yeah, here we are. Lori's here too. How you doing tonight, Lori? I'm good. Lori's not good. Tonight is Monday. August the 7th, 2023. We're on a Biffler-esque recording schedule here the last <laughs> month or so. Going, Not quite, but almost. Taking a couple of extended breaks, but we're back to normal. We're going to get four episodes in here in August and be right back on schedule with the rest of the year. We were away for a while. Abe, you're in a new environment once again. Last time uh, you were out of sorts, you were in Long Island. Long you Island. upset... A fan of the show, That's Corey, right, Corey. Yeah. Yes. by not reaching out. It's pretty shitty of you, Abe. It who is very you, shitty. <laughs> who among our audience are you upsetting this week by being in Kansas City and not uh, socializing with anyone? That's a good Emily's question. Emily's family. We, we have Kansas City uh, listeners? No. Okay. Not to so. my knowledge. <laughs> but maybe we'll, maybe we'll get an email next week. Somebody in Kansas City on either side of I bet of Emily's the, dad would hang out with Abe. That's Emily's right. dad, uh, they almost certainly met. I mean, when the only black guy at your yeah. daughter's wedding was shows that the up only on, black feller on your yes. property, oh, you've boy. got to go make an introduction uh, <laughs> just to get a feel for things, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, you've been in Kansas City before. Which side of the state are you in? Uh, which, which side of the border? In the Missouri part, the, you know, in the normal part. I don't know. Is there anything happening in the Kansas side? I don't know what's don't happening so. in the Missouri part. I'm happening. I'm here. Oh, you know, this is I've said <laughs> this stupid reference thing before, but remember that uh, the the guy who screwed up the Negro League Museum thing, the Oakland yes. A guy. I'm going to yes. re reference that once more, but I went to the actual uh Negro League Museum weird hours. They closed at Did 3. Did you really? Yeah, I was there earlier today. It's very nice. They have a little uh, showing, like James Earl Jones does like a little bit for like 15 minutes explaining the whole league. And then they have all of these artifacts and whatever. Uh, it was nice. Uh, a lot of – it was only like a couple hours, like I said. 
very weird schedule where they just at 3 p.m. they just close. Um, Did you just fly in today? Are you? Yeah, yeah. I came in in the morning, waited for a couple of my coworkers at the airport. I was there for like three hours for some reason. Uh, and once we all settled into the hotel, we were like, oh, it's like a mile and a half for our hotel. Let's go check it out. And we did. Nice. And you're there. This is another same thing as you were doing in Long Island, except Kansas City now? Yes. This is the the last of the the, the trio. The first one was Atlanta. I didn't need to travel for that because I live there. Then Long Island. And then finally, Kansas City. Uh, seeing all the best parts of America, obviously. <laughs> <Right>. Minus Corey. <laughs> uh, but, but but yeah, but not Corey. No serial killers, no fires, no nothing. I think that's gonna I'm gonna come in and out of this city without any weird story that's gonna be associated. Just stopping that with now, me. huh? Right, Just getting that out of the way. <laughs> uh, we were we had our big trip. We went to Florida, a lengthy drive down to Florida. How long was the stint altogether? Like ten days? Like how long were you all there? We were gone. We left the house Tuesday. Left the house Tuesday before and 2 p.m. Came back Sunday, the okay. next Sunday. Wow. Later. Yeah, so shy of two weeks, but yeah. like two days shy of two weeks. Um, this is not the, the longest vacation with the kids that and everything? That was the longest. I think so, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't think we've ever I've been. I've taken two weeks off for Christmas, but we didn't go anywhere. Okay. This was our longest time away from home, and the dog. Yeah, dog didn't do great. Uh, oh, dog. who? Uh, she did eventually. What, who was minding the dog? So we put her in a kennel for the first few days. Wait, wait, wait! I suggested that instead of putting a dog in a kennel, we get someone who I know to stay in our house. And just hang out. Like a house sitter, dog like, sitter yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, like she's a grad student. She's a writer. She just sometimes watches dogs. But it's not like her job because she's right. a student. You know, she's right. a PhD student. And Bob was like, ugh, no, ew, oh, oh, God. I don't like the idea <laughs> of strangers living in my house. And it's not <laughs> for any reason except that. It is irrational is what you mean to say. It's. I don't think that it's irrational. I think that it's. Perfectly rational. Uh, I don't like. I mean, I, if, if part of it is just I'm uncomfortable. There are like there are weird things about our house that I don't. And this person that I know is a weird person right. who would feel very comfortable in our weird house, and that's something I know. Sure, but like it just makes me feel weird knowing that there's it is a stranger irrational. living in my house for two weeks or or whatever the and time you're not period would be. That they're rummaging through your stuff, or this is just like no, just there's nothing principle. interesting no. to find. No, it's not it is like, completely irrational. Right. No, it's not like there's. You gotta I'm hang not worried that she's gonna find the, the, the nope. secret stash completely of gold. Completely irrational. That's all it is. You know, Lori's got gold somewhere in the house, being a Jew, and our children are Jewish, so they each have their own stashes of gold somewhere in the house, but. Uh, I'm not worried about those being found. They're well secured. I'm not worried about uh, her digging around in my personal effects or anything like that. Any uh, romance novels that you're writing under a different name? (laughs) Anyway, the dog freaked out (laughs) for the second time that we left her. First of all, I don't think it's that weird. That's the same problem I have with Airbnb being our house. Yeah, it's irrational. You're weird about it. Lori wants us to move out for a a week or two at graduation time every year. I would like to have an income 
outside my own. Right. That's all I want. <laughs> That's right. But uh, specifically, you would like to earn, say, the mortgage. Yeah, One which would way be nice. to It'd do be that, besides my husband getting a fucking job, is to move out of the house for a weekend during graduation where people will pay insane amounts of money because of our proximity to all of the UVA right. stuff. Our house is kind of we dumpy. We have plenty of places to go. It would be a great excuse to clean up. Our house is kind of dumpy. It's old. It has weird things about it. I hate our kitchen. Like, if we had a perfectly... It wouldn't matter. They're eating dinner out at restaurants. No, I know. It's just, I feel weird about it, and I can't explain why. It's because just... Because it is irrational. It's my space. It's our space. I know all of its uh, intricacies and eccentricities, and I would rather not have them experienced by strangers for some reason. I don't know why. I'm perfectly fine when Abe comes to visit or other friends and family come to visit. We clean yeah, up. But the it circumstance looks respectable. You're, you're uncomfortable with is when you're gone. Like it's like you're you vacated the place and somebody else is staying there for like a short period of time. Right. It just it just feels weird to me. I, I I'm not saying it's. I, I don't think it's irrational. I it feels rational to me. So. Well, that's yeah. usually. <laughs> Do you want no, people living in your house? Yeah, if you, 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 you're away this week. If you had a, a goldfish or something that needed tending to, would you have someone I live in your house the, for a week? I would flush that fish. Until I come. <laughs> <laughs> no time for that. Uh, all right, but, but okay, you have a cat or a dog. Uh, uh, see, more step important. One. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, but okay. Are you? Do you have that same? Thinking like if somebody else was like, "Hey, you're visiting my place in you know my city. Stay in my place. I'll be gone for a couple of weeks." Like, are he you also never. comfortable with he that? He would rather pay money to stay in a hotel. Okay, so it goes both ways. So it's not you. Staying it goes both at- ways. He's a okay. total weirdo. It okay. it sort of depends. Is this like a is this a weird like uh, sterile rich guy's house that looks more like an apartment or what? looks more like a hotel room? Then I'd consider it. Like yeah, like this is like something out of a stupid catalog that you're. St- but if it's like a very lived in house and it's like there shits everywhere, like I, it just it's like makes too me intimate. Like you're saying, right. like if there's it's something like a very... weird about it to uh, me. Okay, yeah. okay. So there's. There are circumstances, like if you're some rich friend that you had. If you like, happen oh, yeah. to live in a hotel, sure. Yeah. I'll take over the penthouse, yeah. Okay. Right, I'm also, for a guy that doesn't live in very a very nice house, like we have, you know, fucking bathrooms need to be redone. There's mold in places. Everywhere we stay is nicer than our house. The kitchen sucks. Like, I, we stayed at a Fairfield Inn & Suites, uh, which is a Marriott property, and it was like, it was a fine hotel, but it like it just felt like a gross dump to me, and I couldn't sleep well. The shower was gross. Like I, I just I'm very particular. Yeah. If it's so not I'm my space, princess. if it's not my space, I want the space to be fucking a certain kind of way, uh, and the that certain kind of way happens to be like a really nice room in a four star hotel or better, <laughs> or it's just not gonna <laughs> feel comfortable for me. I am uh, uncomfortable until you know how like a. Uh, Dogs pee on things, and like, oh, this is my territory. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't do that, but uh, my equip- the similar thing is I got to take a shower in the place. Then it feels like okay, right? Before the shower, it feels like oh, I'm, I don't. Yeah, I can identify. It, to me, like if if you don't feel comfortable taking a dump somewhere, then I will never be comfortable inhabiting that space. So, like if I go to, uh, like we rented a house in Vermont a couple of years ago for my cousin's wedding, and 
I couldn't take a shit in that house. It was wildly uncomfortable. The it was a gross the ski house. It was a gross ski house. Okay. Everything smelled bad. Everything was dirty no matter how much cleaning of it you did. And I could not be comfortable in the shower or on the toilet. It's like, well, if I'm not gonna be comfortable there, there's no way I'm gonna get comfortable anywhere else in that house. And it wasn't. It was a very sort of unpleasant experience in that house the whole week. What, and I put it, is this an old house? Like, what was the obstacle? Uh, it's just like a, a ski old. rental house. Like, I'm sure it's fine, but like. It was not much dumpier than the house we live in. Right. It was a little dumpier than our house, I think. But it's, it wasn't my dumpiness, yeah. it was some other asshole's dumpiness. Right. I don't want to be among some other asshole's dumpiness. I want to be in my own dumpiness. Yeah. Right. And I don't want some other asshole in my dumpiness. If I had, if I win anyway. the Mega Millions uh, this week, uh, $1.55 oh billion, dollars, and we redo the place, and it looks like everything's all sh- like shiny aluminum and glass everywhere, like a new Wendy's in our, uh, in our <laughs> new build passive house that we build, uh, then yeah, people can come visit. But otherwise, like, uh, okay. This is my gross anyway, area. The dog didn't do well. Yeah, dog didn't have a great time. She's a. She would rather have had someone in her house. Right. She's a COVID dog. Like we got her in February, just before this all started, of uh, of 2020. So like she never got to interact with other people or other dogs. She didn't. We we didn't go anywhere for two yeah. fucking years. So she never has done this before and so we put her in the place and she's like she gets all stressed out and so she didn't eat for like three days and then she was shitting her brains out and the guy sends me an email like four days into this he's like yeah your dog hasn't really eaten anything and also she uh, pooped a little blood and not much else it's like oh now you tell me guy thanks so <laughs> something much we could have done about it anyway are you yeah. to do something about it like or are they gonna say and no. then we did a b and c like did, what well, did- they, he's like yeah i tried to get in contact with your vet but they're not open on saturdays so well, this has been going on for three days you could have could have made a phone call yesterday uh possibly uh but anyway i got my mother to go pick the dog up a day early my mother watched her for the last big oh, chunk of the she was fine somewhere she, she knew was, with she someone was fine. she knew yeah she ended up fine anyway first part of the trip was great. We went to Disney. Uh, Lori is a master Disney planner. So fucking good at it. Well, uh, the crowd was um, as advertised on the on the news, like where it's like not as packed. Everything was fucking awesome. I mean, it was so, crowded. There were people. It was crowded. Okay. Like I don't know. Like so, I know, I know that they say, there's articles about how Disney is less crowded than usual, and I think year over year. Uh, you have to go back. I read on one of the blogs, like you have to go back like 10 years to find when Disney was this unbusy, basically. Okay. Uh, but from the experience of it, there were a lot of fucking there people, people there. Yeah. Uh, the, the blogs only ranked it as like a six out of 10 both days it's in terms the blogs. of. It's not, that's not the blogs. That's wait times. That's wait time calculus. So okay. it's not what you can't rate. What you can't describe is what how crowded some place feels, because that's really subjective and can vary from like section to section. So the only data they have to go off of is wait time. Okay. So assuming a static uh, amount of staff of cast members, as they call them at Disney, assuming that they are fully staffed and therefore you can then estimate the size of the crowd based on how long everyone okay. has to wait to do things. That's only that's the only thing they have to go on. Have uh, y'all ever been there on lower. a lower No, we went during COVID. No, we went two years so ago. Never, we went like when it was like a ten out of ten ago. or anything like that. You've never been where 
the no, wait we time went. It was 2020, so it was bizarre. Like wait times were very high, but they like weren't even doing it because okay. wait times were weirdly high because they were spacing people out. It was oh, I see. It was gotcha. like not part okay. of the metric. Gotcha. And then yeah, we hadn't been. It was supposedly in Magic Kingdom. Our first day it was a six out of ten, and our second day in Hollywood Studios it was a seven out of ten. But it didn't feel claustrophobic. It was just like you had long waits, but with the lightning lanes and the genie plus, we it was. I'm so I'm so good at this. Lori's really good at it. And I'm so good at it. I'm a, I'm uh, though disparaged uh, throughout the trip. I'm actually a very good uh, leader of a group of people who aren't sure what to do next when it comes to just getting your ass from point A to point B to point C. And so, like, I have this thing where, like. Uh, I realized at some point early on day one, like either I'm going to walk in front of the group of because there were 11 of us with an Uh, infant. 10 plus a baby. That's a lot of people. And you cannot go. First of all, you can never be 10 wide with the baby. Right. No, you you cannot be 10 wide. You're going to be in in a a, just spread out in groups of two or three or four or what have you. Um, Somebody has to drive the bus or the bus just sort of fucking stalls out and it takes 10 times longer to get to where you want to go than it should. And so I took the initiative to be the guy who's out in front of the group and I'm big, tall, easily identifiable from behind. And Some I, of us are not tall. Right. And it's really hard to see through people who are tall, despite how tall the other people anyway, are. People mostly. The, the idea was like, if I'm out front, people can keep up with me. It's totally fine. There's. It's not like I'm being antisocial here. There's plenty of just standing around with the group. That. It was not that. I disagree entirely. Uh, are you also but, giving verbal cues? All right, we're going this no. way. Of course. Yeah, we're going this way. Let's go. I know the next thing. Everybody, follow me. Sort okay. of thing. Uh, but also what I realized is that it didn't matter how fast or slow I walked to the next thing. There was there was always a trail of 10 to 20 yards behind me where the group would follow. So I could be going slow as shit and I'd look over my shoulder and there trailing 10 to 20 yards behind me would be the rest of the crew. Or I could be like hot footing it because we're trying to really get to the next spot uh, because we have a lightning lane at a specific time and we have to do this in order right. to do the next thing and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And they would, I'd look over my shoulder 10 to 20 yards behind me. So. Uh, I don't know why I was receiving shit for that particular... Uh, I did not bring that up at all. I thought we were talking about how good I am at Disney. <laughs> yes, you are also, You are very good at Disneying. Everyone who's going to Disney uh, who wants a free consultation on how to properly plan their trip should email Lori uh, or the show, and I'll, I'll send you her way. Or, you know, email Becky. That's right. Becky, uh, Becky actually does this, tries to make money at it. Uh, anyway... The start up there about the the devices and the portrait mode and the the the, the idiots. On day one, we're at Magic Kingdom, and it's the end of the night, and the fireworks are happening. Now, two years ago, uh, much to Lori's chagrin, uh, Disney was not running the fireworks program. It was three years ago. Sorry, three years ago. Two years ago, they were doing it. Three years ago, Sorry. no. When we were there last, forgive me for misspeaking, uh, they were not running the, the fireworks. The second time you did it, so. 
Because of fire concerns or like what no, was no, because uh, mostly because of uh, cost. They cost okay. fifty thousand dollars a night. They cost explosive. a ton of money a night. Um, and also interesting. Shut up. Interesting fact: they were doing fireworks in the Asian Disney parks, so Tokyo Disneyland, Disney Sea, Hong Kong. They were doing fireworks there, despite the cost. Hmm. So, yes, it was a cost-saving thing, but also an American population is not as obedient as an Asian one. So it was easy for Disney World Shut up. I want to do a racism, Lori says. (laughs) So it was easy for them to say, like, okay, you're going to watch fireworks here. You're going to watch fireworks here. And when it's done, you will leave in an orderly manner. Okay. But Americans won't do that. Americans, when it's done, they will crowd together, just like they always have, and go towards the exit. Oh. So it was a cost-cutting measure and also a COVID safety thing, knowing their audience. <laughs> I wonder if you could play reverse psychology to Americans uh, to say, oh, they say you can't do it. Uh, we're going to give this one last shot, yeah, and they're going to crowd together. It. <laughs> It wouldn't work. In any event, they probably foolishly were worried about large crowds and the conveyance of COVID in the out of doors when that probably wasn't anything to worry about. We didn't know then. But they weren't doing it three years ago. This this time they were. And also, uh, this is sort of a sidebar to the sidebar, but uh, the crowds were enormous. And our experience in Disney three years ago was... The four of us, and I, we hardly interacted with another human being because you were— By design. Right, by by design and also by circumstance of our personality. Like, yeah. we're not ones to reach out and try to make friends with the other but family or whatever. But also, they kept you six feet apart from anyone you didn't already know. Right, you had to be uh, All separated. All the groups are on their own. They're on little bubbles. Right, that was yes. the idea. Uh, that That's completely out the window now, and— like I know that this has been a thing for people for going on two years now in terms of getting back out into the world, but this really felt like our first major exposure to a, a COVID protocol-free world, uh, where where things sort of felt like they would have felt uh, three or four years ago before all of this started. Right. So now you're in the post-pandemic on your yes. end. Right. This That's- felt entirely like yes. a post-pandemic trip at, at no point did it even like it didn't yeah. even feel like it came up like it didn't the, feel like the, a, the a going concern answer. at all what uh, the the I, i've never been to any um outside event inside event with a lot of people where there wasn't at least one person with a mask was there a sure. at least one person there with were, a mask? there were people with masks okay. and what i realized was like i wanted to wash my hands a lot which pre-2020, it wouldn't have crossed my mind right. nearly as soon or as often. But like, it's like, ooh, I wish they had hand sanitizer. Like, it felt icky. Right. When we were there in 2020, the opportunity to sanitize one's hands was, was constant. It was like, here, wash, here, sanitize, all the time. And this time around, it was like nothing. There's just, there's no added measures in place whatsoever. And it's just completely out of mind, largely. Uh, and it, besides the sort of, very low level germophobia that I have regarding kids and like touching things yeah. and putting it in their mouths like fucking savages. It was just yeah. Regular plus 
the like you can't take it out of your brain that like ger- germs are there. Right. Where pre twenty twenty, it would have been just like I said, less not as soon, not as immediate, and not as frequent. Yeah. All right. So, and I don't think I talked about this on the show when it happened, but twice now this summer, I've experienced moments of utter incredulity that in the first case did not progress onto like existential rage, but in the, in the most recent one did eventually sort of build into a sort of, uh, uh, sort of dreadful anger that I was both ashamed of and also like continue to grapple with now. Uh, but is this whole episode going to be about our vacation? Cause there's a lot to unload. Yeah. I mean, it was sure. Yeah. Okay. Cause, um, cause we don't have time for I mean, anything else. I haven't else. read the fucking news for two weeks. Perfect. So I okay. Don't know. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Nothing has changed. Yeah, nothing. Nothing major has happened. No, no news has happened anyway. No. They've been on vacation. <laughs> Biden isn't less senile than he was two <laughs> weeks ago. The world is very considerate of your uh, vacation schedule, Bob. Okay. Nothing happened. All right. So a few months ago, I, or, or last month, I, I went out to Denver. Uh, careful listeners of the show will recall. On the plane, I'm not sure if it was there or back. Uh, I sent Lori an image of a person watching a movie on their phone. I don't know if I sent it to the group chat or not, but it was, she was holding the phone like this, holding it up, up and down. Right. And let me see if I can find it. I think you did talk about it. You talked about it on this show. Did we talk about it on the show? I don't know. I haven't listened to our show much. Uh, She was watching the movie avatar Two: the way of water in portrait mode with the subtitles on but not such that it was a black bar at the top and a black bar at the middle but so that the picture was zoomed in no way on, on less than one third of the screen no, no way there's no way we talked about this on the okay. show uh, she was watching portrait mode zoomed in on only the very center of the screen with subtitles on such that uh, you couldn't even read all of the dialogue because though it is a James Cameron, a late Cameron, so not very involved in terms of the in terms of the complicated dialogue. How dare you. Right? Very uh, simple, solid story. It's, it's too painful. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that, yes, that was oh, the misfire. That fits on the small. She watched for like an hour and a half. There's no she way she watched there, this movie. How can that be? Possible? Like, how do you? How did she not realize that she can't really make out what's happening throughout the movie? This was I mean, a like choice. A... I have no idea. Maybe she's seen it fifty-seven times, and like this is just one of the many ways that she consumes this movie. And like a like a pacifier or a favorite ratty old blanket or stuffed animal, she just kind of keeps it near. It's just and it comfort. Doesn't, it, it's just it doesn't matter that she's ingesting it in this like demonstrably awful way because it's just the presence of it that is reassuring in some fashion that that, that attachment happened pretty fast because the movie came out like this past like christmas like eight months ago and she's already attached to it that that is that is very bizarre to watch my assumption my assumption is that this is someone who took video of avatar 2 when they went to the theater (laughs) and they did it in 
portrait mode <laughs> at a movie theater and they could only get the center third of the screen. I don't know that for sure yeah. because I didn't ask her uh, how she obtained or why she was watching this particular version of Avatar 2 The Way of Water. Anyway. Uh, because that would be weird of me, right? To go yes. up and talk to her and ask her why she is the way that she is and why she ingests media in the way that she does. Uh, that would be weirdly antisocial. Instead, I'd go on my podcast and express yes. my mystification. Naturally. Uh, also, there's no like a wholesome in, right? Any sort of in will be either some passive aggressive thing. Oh, I've noticed yeah. that you're watching this in Zoom or like there's no nice way to say it without calling them nope. out on their nonsense. So. Right. And alone. the only acceptable, honest way of dealing with that situation is to slap her and say, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> that is, And that obviously would not be okay. And not then followed the... up with like, you know how much anyway. effort James Cameron took to make this That's right. masterpiece? I am a U.S. Air Marshal <laughs> and devoted fan of James Cameron and the, uh, and the work that he puts into these. And you are being disrespectful of that work at the moment. All right. So that happened. That 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 seeded my my. I mean, obviously, I've I've said on the show before about portrait mode. What are you doing, you idiots? Yeah. Our eyeballs are this way. Okay. We ingest the screens of our lives this way, just because the form factor of the phone is this way. It doesn't mean that you have to watch the video on it or take the video of it that way. Turn the phone. Anyway, we're at Disney World. Setting aside the fact that I saw people on their phones way too fucking much. Like, I tried to keep my phone in my pocket, except for the times uh, when I have to use it. You need to, you do the app. Right, you have to use the app. But I was like, I the first thing I did uh, when I realized on, on Thursday morning when we were getting to Magic Kingdom, I was standing in line outside. And I'm looking at my phone, and Twitter had recently become X, and now X was sending out multiple fucking notifications, felt like even more than normal. And it's like it's a complete contrast to the experience I'm trying to have. So I immediately <laughs> disable all of the notifications from Twitter on my phone. Like the first thing that I did yeah. uh, as, we're, as we're standing in line outside of Magic Kingdom is like, Jesus Christ, like yes. this is the wrong vibe. I think it's important to note that Twitter is the opposite of Disney. Yeah. And it's not even Twitter anymore. It's X, which... It's not. It's I the opposite of Disney. I can't explain why, but I fucking hate it. I hate that I would used to... like. I, I have clicked on the... Now, granted, I've been on vacation the entire time since this happened uh, and trying to relax and spend time with the family and, and other people. So I was less time on the phone than I normally would have been anyway. But family even, and other people. You know. even, even today... <laughs> Looking at that stupid icon on my phone, like I, it's not appealing. I do not want to click that. It looks I, like Uber. It went from something yeah. that I. It's like because like tw I had been grandfathered into Twitter for so long. It's like ah, I just click the button because uh, fuck it. Even though yeah, I know I, an unpleasant experience is incoming. It looks now like that it's, Uber. Now that Why it's would I be X, calling Uber? I'm like ah, I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna touch that. Or right. lit, like it just doesn't look like a social media network. Like every story that I've read about. X, like they always have to add formerly known as it basically they always mention i mean maybe it's yeah. we're in a transition period and at some point everybody will know what x means but for the time being anytime they say x no. they'll have to say we mean twitter 
the transition period will be people will stop using the app and it will just simply stop being referred to in any meaningful way. Like it just won't like I, I just I don't I think this is a desperate cry for attention that it is meaningless. Like it, it's not going to work, Elon. Sorry, bro. Stop trying to make X happen. Anyway. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, interesting side story about the X thing. Elon apparently purchased X.com way back in the PayPal days in the hopes of rebranding PayPal as like the X payment that. processing company or something. Yeah. But this was a couple of years into PayPal's uh, appearance in the in the culture where people were like it was the clean it was the Kleenex of tissues, right? So like people were using PayPal as a verb. And once you've invented something and have a brand that has become the verb of the thing, yeah. that's not the time yeah. to change the name. And the people in the in the PayPal, Elon apparently didn't have as much sway back then as he does now. Like, ah, let's let's hold off on the calling paypal x instead of paypal that everybody already knows jokes uh, on paypal because now everyone does venmo and cash app so paypal still has a a strong foothold in the electronic and people say venmo me when they mean like venmo became the word right which is weird because like i think venmo and paypal are all under the same house like like if you look at the bottom of it it's like one company like I don't know when that happened, but it happened at some point. But like, if they were to do the little wire test to see if there's any brain activity when you, when somebody says Twitter, your one part of your brain will function. Yeah. And then if you say X, nothing happens. Like your brain's like, what? I need more information. X is not enough information. Well, it's like HBO. You have to say more. Right. Okay, so we were at Magic Kingdom and everything was great. Yeah, we were at Magic Kingdom. Everything is great. Uh, I'm already slightly annoyed at people for having their phones out all day, but it is. In part necessary because in order to have the full experience, you've got to check on different ride times. That's on the app. You've got to check on uh, what's closed, what's working. You've got to check on your your Genie Plus thing to try to make sure that you get the lightning lane for the next couple of hours. You order your food through the phone. You do a lot of payment through the phone, whatever. It's fine. But I, I assume that you didn't. You suspected that that's not all they were doing. That they were also just. It's not all they were doing. People were standing in line at Disney World, the most magical place on earth, and they were checking fucking Twitter, and they were watching TikToks, and they were their groups of, of groups of four posting, people, groups Instagram. of four people Instagramming and not spending time with each other, uh, instead doing it for the gram, and it just drives me crazy. All of that aside, we get to the end of the day. We've been. At the park since 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. Uh, it's now approaching 9, 9, 9 9.15, 9.20 when the fireworks start. And in order to watch these fireworks, they herd you into specific areas. And then they stop you from moving, basically, right? Lori, feel free to yell and tell me what I'm saying wrong here. That's right. But they... There are certain areas of the park where if you want to watch the fireworks uh, from that vantage point, you sort of go into lockdown at like 845 and then you're just waiting, right? Or earlier, depending on how good a spot you are. Right. And we got a pretty decent spot. It was was fine. We could see the castle and all of the lights and all of the shit and it was going to be great. There was a tree slightly in the way, but whatever. It's fireworks. They're way up high in the sky. It's all good. Uh, This woman... Who was in front of me because she had the curb position. I was from Yorkshire or something? No. Not. Oh, not that. Not the woman to my right. The okay. woman in front of me who was uh, there with her uh, 
adult son and uh, okay. and her husband. Right at the beginning, after, of course, spending the entire 30 minutes leading up to the show, dicking around on her phone and watching TikTok and whatnot. And, of course, I'm standing right behind her, so I'm just – part of my experience of that half an hour was her experience of the phone, which is fine. She, as soon as the fireworks start, gets the camera app on her phone going and – Okay, here's, here's what's important, too. If you, if you just go on YouTube – there is a 4K video of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. Question for you. Is it Gorgeous. shot in portrait mode? Let me see. Let me uh, see. <laughs> or is it presented in widescreen? Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, regular widescreen. Oh, weird. Weird. So <laughs> this woman, though, uh, knowing, no doubt, that she could go on YouTube or, or any of the other major video distribution platforms and find a, a professionally shot video of the event that she was about to witness firsthand. Which the kid from Yorkshire had clearly watched a bunch of times because he was, like, choreographing the fireworks show. Like, he knew what was going to happen. Like, you can watch it over and over again. Right. That kid's a fucking nerd. I didn't even catch no, that. No, he's great. Uh, she videoed this 25-minute fireworks show in five minute chunks in portrait mode the entire time from three feet in front of me with her with her camera held up obscuring some small portion of my view my my problem was not that her stupid phone uh physically or literally obscured any portion of my enjoyment of the show but the fact that it was there and she was doing it the whole time. Went from like a minor annoyance because like, okay, at the beginning, maybe you take a couple minutes yeah. of video yeah. to situate yourself in the memory of the thing so you can go back and like, yeah, oh, I remember. I was, I know just where we were standing. Yeah. That was cool. But no, she did the entire thing for like 25 minutes in portrait mode. And I, like, I was this close to just reaching over her shoulder <laughs> and going like this, right? And I'm just, just turning the phone. <laughs> like, if you're going to insist right. on taking this video of this thing that's happening that you are experiencing in, uh, I don't know, how many K is your eye capable of, of ingesting, right? It's, it's more than whatever the K is on the fucking iPhone that you're holding. Right. Uh, I don't know how many K is reality. Forgive me. But uh, four, 400 million. Four, Infinity K. Right. For, for the moment of, it, of reality happening before your eyes, and instead you're insisting on mediating it, because she's staring at her fucking phone the whole time, which is what drove me most nuts about it. Like, here you are. You're here once in a lifetime or maybe at most once a year if you're a weirdo who goes to Disney every year. And you're enjoying, there are people who go all the time, quote but... unquote, enjoying this fireworks show as mediated through the five inch screen in front of your face. Like, I, I, I can't even begin to identify with it. And I think it represents something fundamentally broken about the way we've chosen to interact with the world around us. Cause she's not alone, right? She is by no means the exception to the rule. Oh, uh, not she even is... close. I mean, uh, I imagine this is just a, some people just don't even care about that because like, 
I will, you know, on the on the occasions that I go to like a music event and there's like a lot of people and they are recording like their favorite act or whatever or song. Yeah. Almost all, like I wouldn't say almost all, but like eighty percent of the people are doing it like that lady did, just in the the way well, that the phone the, is the oriented thing, already. Like there are people who have vlogs, and I watch them, and that's a thing. Most people are not that. Like I understand when it's sort of become your whole life, and you have a YouTube channel. And you gotta document your whole stupid day because that's your livelihood. But that's not most people. And I think the important thing is no one's gonna go back and watch that. Right. Like, no one's recording any fireworks show that's ever happened and then going back and watching it later. Do you know what sucks on television? Fireworks suck on television it's 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 very much like here's the idea of a firework and it's this tiny little thing right. compared to the actual experience yeah, of the thing awesome. yeah that's true like, it didn't fu- do it justice yeah television is, it doesn't no. do anything is, yeah. even close to justice and that's assuming that it's filmed professionally yeah. in landscape mode for the <laughs> wide screen uh in ideal conditions fireworks on television are fucking lame right because uh you don't get any of the visceral experience of the fucking thing there's no majesty it's not bigger than life it's just right there on your stupid television and then you shrink that down to a fucking phone and you're gonna watch this whole thing happen uh 30 uh, 30 inches in front of your face instead of in yeah. the sky above yeah. you like even setting aside the portrait versus landscape mode stuff like i there's something there's something wrong with her she is wrong about the way she's chosen to live in the world if she's going to experience reality this way but you're you know- doing it wrong and that's not just you because there were a thousand other people within a thousand feet of me doing the exact same thing you know in 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 her defense i wonder if you're trying to kind of mirror what she typically experiences you know a lot of this she will experience it through video right and now she can like do the video like she usually gets it and then pairs it with the real life experience and she's like oh i don't think that that's what it is i think that they just don't know how to to not do that right it's like they're that's what they're that's like their frame of it's reference so they're going to try to match yeah. that and also i think it's almost a lost cause at this point because I, I i thought the issue with the way people record things was like a older thing and the youths would maybe uh, uh, become better at it but no, like all no, the it's, it's TikTok worse. videos they're all shot in the same yeah, way worse. nobody does you know, yeah. right? Because the t- the average TikTok swipe, I think I've read somewhere, it's like two and a half seconds or something. Like, because the average video is only uh, thirty five seconds long or something like that. But if if you and don't that's grab even too them, long, they're the swiping. Right, the swipe. If you don't grab them, like the average swipe, it's like it's like wow. on a par with a Tinder. Like it's it's literally that fast. Decisions like are ah, made whether hot. I want to watch the rest of this thirty second clip or not within two and a half seconds. That's right. Right. Wow. Yeah. So that's happening, and and the that's why they're all in landscape, or the, the, those videos are all in portrait because they're experiencing the whole thing fast enough that they're just using the thumb and they want to swipe swipe to a different app or whatever real quick, like that makes some certain amount of sense to me. I just there's that old thing about it's not real if it if it doesn't happen on television, yeah. and like we've completely internalized that where our experience of the world isn't real. If we're not mediating it through the fucking screen yes. in front of our face. Yes. And it's and like, what, why, what, what is the, what is the point of this? It is such an impoverished and, and to look back on it through the experience of the, of the, 
of the screen in front of your face is an impoverished version of the thing that was happening. And, and it, and it, it cheapens the memory of it in some weird way for me. Like it, it, to me, like there's no way that she is going to watch that video and, and, and have a more meaningful experience of that memory than I am going to when I think about the next night. Clearly you have a very good memory of that moment. I do. So, so by the end (laughs) of the, so, I say that the the dread and the rage built and built as time went on, but really that's just the first like ten minutes of it. But then Disney and, took over, and then I was <laughs> able to like ignore uh, beyond my sort of you know I'm never going to be able to completely ignore it. But like it went it went from an annoyance to the dread rage to like back to an annoyance. So yeah. it, it I was able to turn it back from the boil to the simmer. That's and, Disney magic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right. That is Disney magic. And by the end of it, like. Like say what you will about most fireworks shows, like yeah, there's, yeah, okay, but fucking lights and fire, they explode and it's cool. But like you've been to fireworks shows where it's like you're sort of checking the watch, like ah, oh, was that the finale? Because that was pretty good. We could get on with it here because that you know green and blue and white and red explosions, neat. Uh, but we got other things to do. But like Disney does it particularly well, and they really know how to uh, build up to. And ending, and also their fucking catalog, like the, what they're able to pair with it, all of the songs and the bullshit through the years that we've all grown up all with. All the IP. This, right, all of the fucking, all of the content that they've uh, managed to hang on to for the last hundred years is fucking good and meaningful. It is an experience of America to go through the entire Disney catalog. And yeah, there are portions of it that I fucking can't stand. Anything that Lin-Manuel Miranda has touched, <laughs> no thank you. Uh, but, but aside from that, like there are, uh, I'm, I'm just as susceptible to the, the corny fucking emotionality and sentimentality of it as, as the next guy is. And by the time we get to the finale, if there's one thing that they can do, it's a fucking finale. And when that t- Tinkerbell comes out of that fucking castle and goes soaring across the goddamn she's sky. Real. She's a Tinkerbell. Like she's she's a, a woman the, the only on a zipline. Char- right. She's, a, she's an actress on, oh. a, on a zip line. Oh, look at that. And she fucking soars across the sky and the goddamn fireworks are going and the music is playing. It's like, oh, holy shit. I felt something there. My memory of that is is a thousand times better than whatever impoverished bullshit that woman is going to have as she watched that happen across a screen as as Tinkerbell quickly flitted past and then she's going to uh, watch it again on her phone later like bullshit you're doing it wrong is it is it possible that that's not the experience that some people are seeking they're not experiencing like I'm gonna go there they don't and know. look at they this, don't know right like because maybe. They're exper- they're, they're, what they're seeking is just to document them exper- like in this weird way. They're not actually taking in what's happening because like what if – But they, but that most people – and that's what I mean. Like the, the true vloggers, yeah, that's not what – but a lot of them will tell you there are most days they will put their phone down and experience it. Yeah. Like – they are self-aware yeah, but we're not talking enough. About, we're not this talking person about the is not that. Yeah. Right. We're not talking <laughs> right. about so, the people who are doing this for the content. Right. We're talking about normal, overfed Americans walking around with their phones, experiencing Andy the world. Britons? Sure, whatever. <laughs> would, would, would you say, okay, so let's say some, like, you know, you ha- they have a fo- somebody has a phone that's 
their status with their battery is very unreliable. So it has 60% and then it suddenly goes to zero. Like, oh, my bad. You have no juice. And the phone dies and the show starts like this 25-minute show. (laughs) Are they more likely to experience relief? Like, oh, I don't have to worry about this keeping track of the recording. Or are they more likely to leave? are they, are no, they they're, more likely I think feel- they're more likely to leave to go charge their phone because it's not really happening if they can't get it <laughs> well, on their fucking camera. Supposing they can't leave, right? They have to be there through this 25 minutes. Are they more likely to feel relief or anxiety? Like you think they I think they would feel anxiety and then 20 minutes later go Oh, wow, that was actually really great. I think that the disease is deeper than that, and the 20 minutes later is when the regret sets in because they'll they'll think, that was an amazing experience. I wish I could have recorded right. it on my fucking phone. When the experience of it, as mediated by the screen, would have impoverished the experience and they never would have had it otherwise. Right. But because we're such <laughs> stupid animals, the regret would set in immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you fix it either. And, and is there something to fix? I mean, that's the preference. I think right? there is something to fix. I don't believe that we are meant to experience the world as as I keep saying the word mediated is word of the day. I guess as as interpreted by these fucking assholes who put these devices in our hands. Because it's not just the fact of the technology, right? We've got Zuck and Elon talking about fucking cage matches. These (laughs) are the people that we put in charge of this shit. They don't have the goddamn sense of decency to just take their pants off and show everyone their dicks to decide who is the bigger man. (laughs) Instead, they're going to pretend like they're going to have a a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fight. Uh, Like, what, what... these are the people that we put in charge the Googles and the Samsungs of the world like this is not how yeah that's right Google I'm fucking talking to you you piece of shit I just bought a pixel watch (laughs) this is not how a person is meant to exist in the world I'm I'm a thousand percent convinced of it and I don't know how you get around and as Lori's saying she just bought a pixel watch I've been thinking he told about, me to. Right. She was like, I need a new Fitbit. My Fitbit crapped out on me. The, the heart rate monitor doesn't work anymore. The whole point of the Fitbit. Yeah. I, I wore my Fitbit for the first time in like a year or so because I'd worn it in the, in the run-up to running the 10-mile race to help track various things. And I hadn't really consistently worn it. And then I wanted to have it on during Disney just to have a watch. So I don't have to look at 10 miles a day at Disney. Sure. And I don't want to have to look at my phone all day long. So I I just want to know what time it is. And the Fitbit also has it's fun to look at your heart rate when you're 18 hours into a day and seemingly perfectly calm. But then you look at the watch and it's like, oh, 140 beats per minute. (laughs) That's just your weird heart rate. Your heart rate spikes when you do dishes, too. Uh, that's not good. Probably need to get some extra rest tonight. You should probably go to the fucking doctor. Uh, what do they know? They, they don't know anything. Uh, just don't, they literally just tell me to eat better and exercise more. No shit, doctor. I know. That's, that's the whole thing that I'm doing for fucking 15 years. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, Disney was fucking awesome and everything went perfectly. Due in part to luck. Yeah, due in part to luck. We didn't get any rain. Uh, you should expect to get dumped on at, at least once four o'clock every day in Florida, and we didn't get a we well, got a few drops of rain drops. around lunchtime on the first day. But besides that, it was perfect like pleasant. weather. Nice. Uh, I mean, it was hot as shit. Hey, anyway, well, back to the technology though, real quick. So no, I wore the Fitbit, and I've been looking at the Pixel Watch. 
I need a new phone uh, coming up in the next little while. I've got this Pixel 6. His phone won't charge. It doesn't want to charge. I mean, it, it'll charge. It's just it doesn't want to plug into a regular. It's very particular about its accommodations, USB-C. just like its owner. Like it, for some reason, it needs the computer USB-C instead of my phone huh. USB-C chargers. Uh, I think it's something about maybe they're slightly longer or something. I don't know. But it's an old phone, and the screen is cracked, and it's starting to be slightly annoying. Like, not in a way that's terribly noticeable, but, yeah, you know, it gets a little sluggish and weird, and you have to boot it or whatever. And there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, in October, the Pixel 8 will come out. Either I will decide that's the phone that I want, and I will get it. I have I have a, an open credit line with Google after all of these years. It's like, hey. That's how I bought my Pixel watch. Just have this two grand just for just in case. Like, here's two oh. grand for you whenever you want it. it. You're, we know you're good for it. Uh, it's like, all right, Google, I'll, I'll keep that around. Uh, so maybe I'll do that, and I'll get the Pixel 8. Or uh, I'll see I don't care for the Pixel 8. It's not important to me. But the Pixel 7 just went on sale because the Pixel 8 just came out. So I'll pick that up instead. And then I'm like, and uh, my Fitbit is many years old. And should like it doesn't want to hold a charge for more than a day. And that's annoying. That's just how that's how the any watch with a screen is. They only hold a charge for At a day. At its peak, how, how long was it holding a charge for? I think 24 hours. No, my Fitbit would oh, go like a, a week or more without oh, wow. needing a charge. Well, yeah, a week I'm to told a day. that the uh-huh. Pixel Watch is a day. It's charged every day when right. you're in the shower. But like I... I'm looking at it as like, oh, maybe I'll get a Pixel Watch too because I, I'm a Pixel phone person, Did so I have, communicate well with a, one another. There's a Pixel Watch? What's it called? Pixel Watch? The Pixel Watch, Pixel yeah. Watch. It there came out... I think last it was last year. Last year, and they'll they've got a Pixel Two coming out, Pixel Watch Two coming out. Uh, I didn't get that one. Rumored anyway in the next few months. So there's a part of me that's like, okay, yeah, that, that's just what I do. Or uh, I could just not. Like, what if, what if instead I just keep the Pixel Six until it's completely unusable, and then I downgrade to a not a smartphone or not a phone that does all the fancy shit. I save a few hundred dollars every couple of years and I don't have the thing. Because why do I really need to wear on my wrist a thing that does more than tell the time? I could just get a device that tells the time. I hate getting notification. I, you don't I even still, like knowing what time it is. Right. I don't I don't particularly care to know what time it is. Uh, I usually do know what time it is, by the you way. You usually but, don't. No, I do. I just ignore it in favor of other things that are more important. Um, but there's an inevitability to this that's like, Yes, you want the watch because the watch will give you your music. You, you can leave your phone at home. It will track your run and it will give you, you your music. You don't really run, though. I, I don't really run. I mean, you have been with the kids for a mile. I've been running every day this summer. But like when the kids are in school in two weeks. We'll see. I want to get the kids running every day anyway. But that's a... No. This doesn't matter. Point is that I understand the draw of getting the next piece of technology, right? But the thing that I don't want is I don't want the text messages that vibrate and I just get to look at them right in my fucking face as soon as you it happens. You can just turn that off. I don't, right? But then why am I getting this device that does all of this shit if uh, the I know ahead of time that it's just going to annoy me and I have the 
50 I mean, different apps that will want permission to talk to the fucking watch uh, that's sitting on my wrist. And it's like, well, you won't even need your phone anymore. It's like, or I could just not even have my fucking phone anymore. Maybe that would be better. Right. I don't know. Do you have one of these things? I have uh, the uh, Apple whatever watch. And uh, right. I had a Garmin. And I guess it, at some point it crapped out because the every thing was wrong. I mean, it wouldn't get, it wouldn't hold a GPS lock. Like it's like, I don't know where you're somewhere in Atlanta, but I don't know. Give me a few minutes. Uh, I humored it once to see like how long it would take for it to lock a position. And it was like 20 minutes before I gave up. It just couldn't. So I was like, all right, I need a new one of these. And I was kind of in your boat. Like, I don't need my watch to be too fancy. I just wanted to, you know, tell me where I am, keep track of my, my distance and like, beats per minute if you have that but nothing fancy and there was an apple watch and i was like i don't need all the extra stuff but it's like if you're gonna might as well it was like a little more or maybe like 50 more dollars and i'm like right. ah, whatever fine yeah exactly this is what Lori just did i'm more in the had, neighborhood you could get the you could get the bluetooth and wi-fi one for 280 dollars yeah or for 330 dollars you can get the one that uh talks to your mobile network too it's like well for 50 right. more dollars I mean, it's priced i'm sure deliberately that way to where like well if i'm gonna fork over 280 like and i said why not 30, 40, 50 more dollars, right? Also, Especially it would be when really they give you a nice to they give not you this big... have my phone when I'm running. Right. And right. so you have that added. It opens up this, a whole new They give you this big line of credit. Wardrobe. This fancy line of credit. You only have to pay like $10, $20 a month or something for yeah. the thing for as long as you want with no interest. It's like, well, what is... What's this? What's another subscription to a fucking to a goddamn watch? Who cares? I have to... These, it's just, these, but it's just Google still. No. These companies have like like come up with like the perfect scam like everything like they basically got rid of any barrier to getting you hooked on something so no matter how expensive a phone is like these phones are getting ridiculous they're over like a, they've been over a thousand for many many years now but they're not well, those like, foldable pre- ones are like two grand yeah closer to right? two grand yeah for those right. phones even like that the, the newer like pixel i don't know what the pixel price rate is but the samsung's and the iphones are like twelve thirteen hundred dollars for their top of the line version and most people just don't take that into consideration. They're like, oh, what is that tacked onto the money that I'm sending you for my regular service? And they're like, oh, $30 on top or whatever. So instead of paying 16 bucks a month, you're paying 90 bucks a month. They're like, oh, that's the decision, the thought process. $30 more a month. That's all I need to know. And so people make decisions based on is $30 a month okay or not, and not is $1,300 the right amount for a phone. Right, and for most people, it's just like I know some people get everything out of their right. They're they're on it fucking fourteen hours a day. They use the camera all the time. They want it to be super great pictures. Like I'm sure some people get a great deal out of their phone uh, relative to the price. I think most people who spend that kind of money on a phone are just like they just want to have the new shit, and yeah. it's like they just use it exactly the well, same but, like as they would said, use a Moto X four, and which cost one hundred and fifty dollars, and you just pay for it out of pocket and you're fucking done. But it's also that same thing where like the fancy phones are just better at doing all of the things, and yeah, so and like also, they're less slow and they're less buggy. Like the, that's part of what you pay for. But and also. This is kind of by design, right? That whole plant obsolescence thing. These, like, I have an iPhone 12. Now they're about to do the 15. So three, I'm just turning the corner on three years, not even three full years. And I already noticed, like, right on schedule, the battery charge. I mean, 
I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, hey, what do you want? It's been three years. But, like, it, it but the performance drops in such a way where it's not a big deal, but it's a bit of an, uh, you know, it's a little obnoxious. Like, if you're, if it's a heavy use day on your phone, at least on my end, I can't go a whole day without right. charging again, right? And so you have to take that into consideration. Right. And, then, and, and then, by the way, one day, six months from now, the battery is just going to be shit. Yeah, you're it's going to – exactly. It won't be able to hold yeah. a charge. So basically the experience has become less ideal – and then, hey, here's the new phone. And you're like, all right, mm-hmm. let me get the new phone and go back to that beginning experience where everything is great. So, like, they're almost kind of, like, compelling you to, like, replace your – you know, I can't go five years with the same phone because the the last 18 months of the my experience will be terrible. Just, like, this sucks. And right, but is it terrible enough to convince you to just smash it instead of get, <laughs> like instead of getting the new one? No, or have because we built, he couldn't have talk we built, to you. Right, have we built an infrastructure culturally? Have we built this infrastructure such that the the fucking phone is the car, right? right. And I, as much as we would all like to have maglev trains and uh, high speed rail, and we'd prefer to uh, take our scooter to the neighborhood store, instead we have these fucking seven lane roads that are 60 miles an hour that you have to turn off of with like, haven't even <laughs> talked about florida right uh got off topic somehow right so you have have we built the technological and cultural and social infrastructure such that it is too you have to be too much of a fucking hero to not have these right. goddamn devices I, I will say in defense of the phone you know there is no other device product anything in my life that i use more often like you know i get more value out of my iphone 12 than i do my honda accord right like i don't i mean especially now that i'm working from home all the times i just on rare occasions use it right like there's nothing else that i make more use of than my phone so like in that respect it kind of makes sense but what i don't like about the easy access to everything is that I have been cutting down my TV time. You know, like I'm like I'm watching too mm-hmm. much whatever. It's enough CBS news. You know, I need to catch up right. to every episode. And so like I'll I'll maybe watch like a movie or like a show, like an episode of it, and and just keep it at that. But what I've noticed is you know these phones keep track of your usage, and they're like. Last week, you've used your phone 12% more. or fi- Basically, I'm just kind of displacing mm-hmm. TV time with more phone time. So, like, yeah. as long as it's, like, in your pocket, it's easy. Like, this is going to be a for problem. And you, for you, like, a single dude with very few attachments, like, it's probably – it probably doesn't matter, right? Yeah. No one else is no, – no one in your life is noticing that your phone usage went up 12%. Right. But I didn't if my phone until usage robot told me, but yes, right, right. But if I if my phone usage went up twelve percent, it would mean twelve percent fewer time with my kids. Yeah, right. Twelve percent less time spent paying wife attention to the people around me. You were going to get to that. Of course, the, of course, the wife matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well then let's talk about nice things that we just did for two weeks instead of fucking phones. But this is what I am. I just. Am I just a hypocrite? Am I just complaining about something that I'm not willing yeah, to actually of, do anything about? It, it would be more disruptive to like try to avoid it, right? Like, I mean, there's like uh, this company that's coming up with this like a uh, like a dumb phone, like it's, I think it's called like Light Phone or something, where right. you pay a certain amount for a phone, and it does basically the most basic phone aspects of it. Maybe some GPS too, but like no like internet, no like you know browsing or anything like that, no apps. 
And I wonder, like, you, you'll have to have a second phone in case you need to use all the modern features. Yeah. So, like, it then becomes, like, what's the point of having of two phones? I'm going in the wrong direction. So there isn't a way right. to kind of bypass this. Well, but so I turn off notifications for Twitter on the phone, and I stop looking at Twitter. Is what happened over the last two weeks, right? Yeah. Like I just I simply stopped. I, I checked it today in order to see like what's going on. We have to fucking talk about shit for two hours tonight. We don't. Uh, we can talk about vacation, and right, we chose not to somehow. It's what we're doing this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you're talking about phones. Uh, if I. Like, the only time that I don't ever click Facebook, like, I don't ever click my tab open and then say Facebook, it's always a result of uh, fucking uh, That's right. awful dummy posted in the Facebook group. Good luck not clicking on that, right? Yeah. So if I, But if I were to disable the notifications from Facebook, I would cease looking at Facebook on my phone, I presume. And then if, if in the same way that, like, when I was quitting cigarettes or trying to eat better or whatever the thing is like if you eliminate one aspect of the bad diet and don't replace it with something bad for you then you've made meaningful progress right uh so if i eliminate the socials from the uh, the phone usage and then you eliminate some other thing like i don't even know what you, you uninstall the mindless fucking game that you go to when you don't have anything better to do right like uh, eventually, I'll just be down to the New York Times Games app, which is like that's where I do the Wordle. Not and I, mindless. And I do the the other word games that they have on there, uh, and then the Google News feed, right? And then if to some extent you have to carefully curate that because you just get endless fucking bullshit yeah. in the Google News feed if you're not careful. I don't know why that's not talked about more. Uh, in the in I guess nobody thinks of it as an actual thing in the way that I do, but like. I get utterly bogus stories presented as actual news in my Google News feed all of the time. And I, I have to click it and say, no more yeah. from this stupid <laughs> Enough source. Enough of that, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's completely made up. Right. Or it's just some asshole who got paid $14 to write a garbage article for like ScreenRant.com or, or whatever some of the other garbage sites are that populate that. Uh, eventually... Either it will be useful or I'll just cease using it. And, like, maybe that's how I eventually get to the point where I have the smartphone. I use it to communicate with you and Lori and, and the family and the group chats and all of that. But I've eliminated so much of the bullshit clutter. Uh, and I'm certainly never going to be the lady who stands at the fireworks show right. holding my phone in portrait mode. That I've, I, I can live with it in a way that's, uh, the, that makes sense and I can uh, make it a useful tool for me. And now I'm just complaining about all the fucking cows out there, all of, all of the rest of mindless America who uses it in a way that they shouldn't be doing, right? And that, then you're just an old man shouting at clouds, which I guess is my natural position anyway. Do you ever just not take a critical view and just like, this is another human being and they're doing this very weird thing? He does not thing. do that. Like that. I wonder like how they got to this point where like, this is a good idea. We can never think of it that way. Of course I think of it that way. What do you mean? That's all I'm thinking. Like what what transpired? How is this person such a victim of circumstance in the world around not her? Critical. That she's not in a critical way. Remember, that that's step one. No, he can't. <laughs> Do you think it's possible that she's – is it possible that she's doing the world the right way? Well, I mean that's a – she's off to a very slow start if she is in fact doing it the right way. But like again, this works for her. So like just imagine 
this making you know like that irrational thing earlier with like oh never would I uh, let somebody take over my house or whatever right like that makes perfect sense to you right I think she likely thinks perfect sense look at me I'm holding this up in the right way this is how the phone came and that's how I'm gonna record it like I you don't weirdo. think she thinks. Yeah, she's probably not doing a lot doing. of thinking about it. I think it. most people are just doing, yeah. right. and that's okay. And, and what I'm saying, it is, it's perfectly okay. But the Apparently thing, not. The, thi- <laughs> the, tools, the tools that we hand them matter, right? Yeah. And, and, and this, this, is a, this is a built world, right? This is a, and, and, and our culture and our, our politics yeah. and everything about the world is been done intentionally by someone, yes. right? Uh, that uh, despite the fact that uh, everything is fucking random and and the quantum world and uh, there's no such thing as free will, uh, there's a paradox that goes along with that, right? right. Which is that uh, the uh, culture is nothing but a long series of decisions made by one person after another, built on the on the work of the person who came before them. Yeah. And there is a way that we can give this idiot a better tool, right? We can give her somebody who doesn't think about things in a critical way. We can we can make the world a better place where she's not as likely to behave uh, to have such an impoverished experience of reality. Do, I, I, by I, the I, way, do do you think that if you just focused on on, on getting people to see the right way or have the right perspective, which seems like a perspective issue here, if they were able to get that right with the phone, do you think that that would like magically translate to other aspects of society? Like people wouldn't be throwing stuff out of their moving vehicle, uh, like trashing the place, and like just would a more would a more critical and intentional interaction with our technology translate to other things i don't know okay. but a more I, I think a more critical and intentional interaction with the world around you is a better way to be yes. <laughs> period right <laughs> and that that means not throwing the soda can out the window of your moving car it means all sorts of other things i'm sure uh florida Lori, what else do you want to talk about florida I don't know. You got so off topic. We were doing so well, it was a, yeah, and the, and and step by step talking about where we've been, and right. then you started complaining. So Disney uh, was great again, Lori. Great job. Uh, Fuck yes. It was. Uh, it was a, a. You could not have expected it to go any better. Given than the it circumstances, did, given ten the people circumstances. plus a baby in Florida, two days in summer. That's too much. Right. It was great. Uh, and then we. Uh, Went to the beach after that. So we stayed the first few nights at my uh, sister-in-law's uh, wonderful hotel, this, uh, the, the Hyatt Regency Orlando, which is this big, beautiful resort-style hotel. Multiple pools and, and bars and restaurants and a just really, really nice place. It helps that we, when we go with her, we get like a floor of the hotel uh, to ourselves. And Chris. Uh, yeah, she and kept Chris. saying he had something to do with it. Right. Chris had something to do with our, our situation there, too. Uh, but just just wonderful place. And then we go and we drive the two and a half hours uh, southwest from there to the Sarasota area. And we're at uh, Siesta Key Beach in a in a house that is uh, literally my daughter can throw a baseball from the porch to the beach. Like you're just you're sitting like the on the sand. porch yeah. looking out on. A perfect white sand. Like I don't know if, if you've never been to Siesta Key, uh, you, you don't, should go. You should go. There's no reason to go anywhere else. But the okay. the beach is like it's like sugar. It's it's like it's soft like sugar, sugar and flour oh, mixed wow. together. Nice with like a little bit of sand. 
It's a it's a wonderful, beautiful beach. Very, I don't know why people go anywhere else, honestly. Very wide. It's the Gulf of Mexico, so the waters are clear and relatively calm. Gorgeous. It was like night. The, the water was like ninety degrees most of the it time. It was way we were too there. hot at some points. But yeah. what can you do? The it's water Florida. was ninety degrees. The water yes. was ninety what? degrees. Yes. It was not. It was not exactly refreshing. Holy uh, no! You would ha- in order to make it refreshing, you would have to put yourself in the sun. During the afternoon when it was – so the, the weather kept saying that it was like 92, feels like 105. Or feels like feels like 115 at one point. Yeah. But if you went in the 90-degree water, it's perfectly chilly. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a great week there too though. By the way. It was a nice house, a uh, big five-bedroom house. It accommodated our large crowd of people. This was a uh, Airbnb kind of thing? It was, yeah, we got a through Verbo a rental thing, company. Yeah. Okay. But through yeah, through but one yes. of these beachside like through through one of these management companies. But that- it's not the difference where like I would have preferred it felt homier. Like it didn't have any salt and pepper. It didn't have any aluminum foil. It had like one roll of toilet paper. It felt like we had to stock it. Yeah. Where an Airbnb to me there's like a little bit more hominess. Yeah. This was clearly owned by a rental company right. and it gets cleaned and dumped. And no one actually lives there. Week. It's just one right. renter no one after there. another. Yeah. Which is why Bob probably felt a little more comfortable there. That felt yeah, comfortable maybe. to you, Bob? It didn't feel like we were in anyone's house. It was okay. Like it's, 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 I think the shelf life on these on these even nice beach houses you is— You can't live there. It's only so long. Like the, the salty— It's an inhospitable place. The salt and the sand and the heat and the sun. It's just—and the weather and periodically. The, the fucking hurricane oh, yeah, will that. come through. Like it just—things fall apart. And they, they fall apart much more quickly uh, when there's sand and salt all over everything. And so, like, even though this was a pretty nice place, like, I just don't know. It was great. Like, if you build a really nice place in 10 years, I think it's just automatically going to be kind of shitty. Right. Like, they, they, they just get run down. Yeah, I do um, wonder what the maintenance is that to kind of maintain that look, you know, because, yeah, you, you're right. If you did nothing for well, 10 this years. this was clearly built in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. Like, you yeah. could tell by the building. Right, but there's a building, like. There's a there was a, a couple of gigantic like four thousand square foot four story uh, luxury townhouse style builds single family homes uh, uh, like two houses down from us and like uh, clearly built in the last five to ten years probably uh, maybe even sooner than that and like my thought was yeah I bet they spent like five or six million dollars building those fucking things but and it's great like I imagine it's amazing inside there. Uh, but what is the what is the shelf life on a place like that? Like in thirty years, it's just going to be just as dumpy as all the other places around here. Just because if of what's lucky, the, right? If they're there's going to be a hurricane that just levels everything <laughs> at some point. Um, but yeah, I couldn't ask. Lori was skeptical about beach vacations in general going into this week, but uh, I think on the other side of this one is. Was yeah. much more appreciative what, uh, of just being able to. Yeah, it was very nice. It was a very pretty beach. What were your concerns going in? Like, wh- what about beach? The sun. Okay. First of all, which was a lot. Yeah, you're right like, about that. We got that. a shade. Yeah. We got a shade, which was nice. We got a nice shade. So um, back in the back in the day, in the 80s and early 90s, the only shade technology for the beach 
was the umbrella. Yeah, the big right? old you've umbrella, the, yeah. You got that big white fucking pole, and if you're lucky, it's got a sharp pointy end at the bottom, and you try to jam it into and the sand there. And if you're unlucky, there. it'll come out from the sand and stab someone, yeah. and they'll die. Right. Um, uh, that'd be an unfortunate way to go. The technology on beach shade has evolved a great deal uh, over the last many years, uh, right in line with uh, uh, spandex. Like everything that is great about our current world, uh, by my mind, has a great deal to do with that stretchy lycra spandex yeah, material that polyester is in, in every. Yeah. So like uh, synthetic material. Women walking around in the in the yoga pants uh, and and it's, yeah, there's the women on the beach now, any age. No, just asses out. Yeah. I'm oh, sure man. you know because you were just there. Hey, just you were just in Aruba. Out. I'm sure Aruba was even worse, but. The bathing suit of the the fourteen year old to the seventy year old yeah. woman yeah. is Bass just out. butts out. Yeah, no concern, no regard whatsoever. Just butts out yeah. everywhere. I, I'm mystified by this it. This is still. like the golden era of that. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what happened. Is there some sort of like yeah. magazine that said yay on the buttocks? So, like everybody, out. let's let's do it. Like twelve year old me would not have been able to handle it. I'm convinced that I literally wouldn't have been able to go out on the beach. Uh, if you now maybe like the Utes today, they grow up they're with it, so they're desensitized yeah, to it what, because yeah. of the pornography on their phones yeah. all the time and that sort of thing. Well, and their girls' asses are out all the time anyway. Right. But like, if you transport twelve-year-old me from 1995 <laughs> to the beach now, like it would just—I eh, wouldn't be able to go anywhere. You'd have to rubber band things down. You'd have to like, you'd have to. That'd be in the water it would the not whole time. Be acceptable. <laughs> Doesn't matter how hot that water. My gets. other concern was the the ocean is dangerous. Oh yeah. Which I still it's it is, but like the Gulf isn't technically an ocean. Um, no riptide concerns so on that side? I wasn't completely scared that my kids were going to die every second. Right. Uh, no, it's a, very, it's a very calm. The Gulf was very, very calm. calm. There was like one day when it was rough for a few hours straight. And even that, it wasn't nearly as rough as it usually is on any average day yeah, on, on the fun. Atlantic. Are like there, it was totally fine. Are there firefighters? I mean firefighters. Are there uh, lifeguards? Uh, <laughs> Why is your concern no. always where are the firefighters, Abe? Why is that previous always life, top I, of I, mind? There were no lifeguards <laughs> where we were. What's that? For there, some reason. It was weird. So we were on a uh, what's considered a private stretch of the beach. Okay. It, it, it was not a – so there is public access – but it's sort of... They don't care. You're right. on your own. You're allowed to do what you're going to do. Uh, 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 you can have as many flags as you want. A couple miles down the down the beach, there is a more traditional, like, you. there's a fucking a bunch of snack bars. Okay. There's, like, facilities for, like... Park. Right, you can park there. There's bathrooms. There's snack bars. There are lifeguards and all of that sort of thing. But not where we were, which was... Uh, also mercifully uh, not busy like it was yeah. there were there were people there but it and very patriotic did not feel like so it was on that point at all. okay this place uh top marks from both of you great beach yes. area why isn't it more popular why isn't this like panama city why is it i don't know yeah i'm not sure i think that it, i the, don't understand the part where we weren't does get more packed and more busy because again like the facilities appeal to people 
but there's no parking where we were. Like you, okay. you cannot park, so you have to walk there. Yeah, this place, Siesta Key Village, is only so big, and there are other areas there where you can park and walk onto the beach and so uh, people do that but the advantage of being in a spot that has no parking beyond the parking that's assigned to each individual unit is that it sort of creates a natural maximum yes of the number of people who can be there uh, even if it's not truly a private beach and i mean it was just absolutely ideal circumstances getting back to the the lycra and the the spandex this fucking thing that I bought Lori back uh, from as her Mother's Day present, knowing that she had anxiety about the the approaching summer beach vacation because of the sun. I could not have spent more than thirty minutes out on that beach if we didn't have some sort of cover. Right, and so this is it's just a giant. Uh, you like you have an Under Armour compression shirt, yeah, or something along those yeah. lines that like you might put it on to go running. It's just a big Under Armour compression shirt, but with UV protection, with four mm. pockets that you fill with sand, and then aluminum poles that you just stick up into it, right? So there's no attachment points. There's no fucking poles that they get bendy that you have to like run through the different uh, slots or whatever. You might have to build a tent or something like that. There's nothing that you have to jam. Or twist into the ground. You just fill the four pockets with a, a, a comical load of sand, really. Like you just overstuff them with sand and then you put your aluminum poles there and it's this amazing right. shelter. It was fantastic. Wow. I could get it up by myself in less than 10 minutes and then getting it down is even easier than that. What is this uh, contraption called? What, the, it's Sand Ninja. Oh, no, Sun Ninja. Sun Ninja Sun was Ninja. the brand that we got. Oh. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend. Yeah, it was great. The other thing that was nice about it, because the house came with those, like, tailgating tents. I don't know how else to describe yeah. them. Um, and that's good. Those provide shade. But they completely block the sun. And it was nice that this thing offered UV protection, but you could still, like, see through it. Okay. Wow. Not only that, but the air will go through it more the than the air will go through, through nice. a... Like a canvas, a can, uh, some sort of canvas tent, which, uh, in addition to blocking the sun, also keeps all the air and is therefore more likely to just get like ripped off or ripped down the beach or yeah. something like that. Also, those fucking camping tent things or the the yeah tailgating tents, they're not ideal in ideal circumstances with no sand. Right? Yeah. If you ever try to get one of those yes. fuckers up <laughs> and you've got to push at it from the right angle or pull on it from the the and other sometimes angle, sometimes you order one and it's broken before right. you even. And open then it. The, all of the different metal has to slide into and out of itself, and like you you. You don't have lubrication. You have the opposite of that at the beach. You just have hundreds of billions of tiny little particles of coarse uh, sand. It's rough. It gets everywhere. People hate it, notably Anakin Skywalker. So trying to assemble one of those things while sand is blowing yeah. everywhere, uh, nightmare scenario. Don't do that. Uh, get the, the sun ninja as as promoted by me I, I, to no commercial benefit of our yeah. podcast. I can already see the uh, infomercial with you st starring in it, like oh, trying great. to get it right with the old way, and now some 
The would. only oh, yeah. the only thing is he should have bought two of them. <laughs> the like old, I said, it, it would be it would be the sad dude shirt off, <laughs> yes. right? Just shirt off, fat, struggling. Like he can't even see because the sun is in his eyes because he tried to get it up earlier before the sun really came up, and now he's sweating and the the sweat and the sunscreen are running into his eyes and he can't see anything and he's practically he's basically crying. His wife is looking disdainfully at him. <laughs> And she's smoking hot, right? She's way hotter than this Homer Simpson type That's deserves, right. certainly. And just just 10 feet down the beach, there's a fit dude. Right. He's probably got a, a hip rash guard on, like a tight form-fitting Under Armour-style thing. He's got a, a, his short bathing suits. It's showing off a great deal of leg, his bathing suit is. Yeah. Other than, like this other guy who's got the baggy thing, a uh, uh, nice bulge on this guy. And he's just got the Sun Ninja, and he's up and at him in 10 seconds. And now... Sun Ninja guy's wife is horned up for him. Other guy's wife is horned up for him. And uh, I mean, the rest of the story writes itself practically. The other thing that I wasn't super into about the beach is, and like, whatever, I'm just over it. I am so good at doing not shit at home. And like, I'm going to watch an entire series of television today. And that's relaxing right. for me. And I never understood the appeal of paying a lot of money, like a lot, which for me, not working costs money. So just just by virtue of not being at work, I'm spending money yes. to, to go somewhere else where there is no TV. Like right. I, I, there was TV. We just didn't watch not it. Not on the beach. Right. Not on the beach. Sure. So, like, I, it's like, why do you want to spend all this money to, to not be at home and watch TV when all I do is not be at home and watch TV? I do that all the time. It's just that usually I make money while I do it. So the beach, it's like, what the fuck is the point? And I'm kind of back there, actually, oh. having worked a day. Like, I mean, it was nice. The thing that was nice is that Bob was relaxed. Because he's bad at watching TV. Right, there's nothing. He doesn't like being with me at home. That's he likes not being true. somewhere else. I, I don't, I really don't like sitting, like to me, sitting around and watching television is not, like watching mindless TV is not relaxing. What I watched it's, on the beach wasn't super educational. I was just looking. It was it, pretty, but it was the same thing all day. It was an unmediated experience of reality. It, it was, was fine. not. I get it. It was not it's asking nice. to be critically engaged with. And when I engage with media, it is... Uh, oh, it's my... mostly not asking that either. I know. But I and it, my belief is that the only way to engage with media is to do so critically mm. and thoughtfully. You're wrong so I belief. I don't do it as a means of relaxation. I yeah. do it. So what I like about the beach is that Bob likes it. Yes. Yeah. It was also gorgeous. Right. It's and beautiful. the sunsets were gorgeous. Yeah. But like, I, it, I, it, the amount of money when I could do effectively the same thing at home when Bob's not here. Right. Right. Effectively the same. Away, effectively the same thing just means vegging out in front of the TV and relaxing. And not working right. when I work all the time. You know, uh, the, the uh, going on vacation thing could get even like work. I mean, like 
the last, I mean, I've gotten better at it, but there were times where, like, I would get, like, so exhausted from the, the trip that I was going oh, on yeah. that I would need, like, an... I mean, I still take a day, an extra oh, yeah. day off when I come back, but like you almost need a vacation from the vacation because like yes. people want to do. That was not the case this time. So this is what no, I said. D- Disney, Disney is that. Okay. At if the we start had of done our... two days at Disney, yeah. holy shit! Yeah. Right. As, as I said, when I had to, I forget who I said it to, but it was uh, my joke was we did Disney for two or three days, and then I, as I've always said, if you're going to do that, you need to relax at the beach for at least a week before yeah. you go back home. And that was exactly what we did. We went great. from the most meticulously planned minute by minute pack as much fun as you possibly can into every so available exhausting. moment of the day to oh we're just going to fucking There's sit no on the plan. beach right. and then we're going to float in the very calm Gulf of Mexico and that's the entire plan. And like, yeah, we'll figure out food. We'll figure out dinner. And it's going to be fine. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, a pretty good mostly... combination, though, right? Like to do. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It, it paired nicely, especially in that order. You wouldn't want to do it the yeah. other way. Yes. Right. And you, you just got back from a weekend in Aruba where every single moment of your time was planned yeah, down to every, the second. Actually, yeah. even the other people in the group were like, can we get a little breathing room? Like on the last day, we had like 90 minutes of just. And you know what we did? We just oh went by God. the pool and just kind of laid there and just like this is yep. nice <laughs> we're doing nothing <laughs> this is, this is no, a i vacation. think i would feel differently about vacation if i had paid vacation okay yeah yeah like if if it weren't like i, I got to like disney was insane and then the first like three days at the beach i was very happy and then on that fourth day i was like okay i'm just not making yeah. any money, no. and that's like I it it I start to get anxious. Yeah, uh, and then we had the drive back you know, after a wonderful time at the beach. We get in the car and we left. We got out earlier than we expected. We got out before like eight thirty on departure day, and we had planned ahead of time to stop in Charlotte, which was about ten hours from our departure point there in Sarasota. And I liked the planning aspect of that because what I hate doing, it's sort of like if you're on a, on a a mid range road trip where you have to drive six or eight hours in the car and you're driving by exits and it's, it's time to eat or it's time to take a, take a whiz or something. It's like, ah, I don't know about this place. We'll just go to the next exit. And the next exit is like a subway and a gas station. What I wanted to do was just see how we felt. It's like a subway and a gas station and a Chick-fil-A that's closed because it's Sunday and nothing else and and maybe like a Kroger. Well, I guess we're going to the next goddamn exit. And then it's two hours away. And then all of a sudden, it's 40 miles. It dies, it's like, God yeah, damn it. It'll, it'll die out. Like You, you think you have a mi- million options before but you know it. But we have these amazing devices yeah, now. And- that tell us everything we need to know. That's true. Right. So actually, they have like features built into like the Google, where like search along sure the do. route, and it'll say, "Oh, right, like mm-hmm. six miles." This, right. you know. But even with that, there can be times where you screw it up. Like, yeah, we should have stopped at that last exit. That was the one with both the Burger King and the correct yeah. gas station for what we need, and we fucked it up. Uh, so, but I and to and that's on a short road trip. On a long road trip, where it's like. We need a fucking hotel. 14 hours. Because now it's 14 hours. Like That's really long. We're not going to plan on driving in one straight go. through. Yeah. 
And I don't want to yeah. be in a situation where I'm 10 hours into this road trip. I'm tired. The kids are super fucking cranky. Uh, Lori's had enough. And now we've got to like find a spot along the way where we can stay for the night. Like you think I'm weird because I don't want to stay in somebody's dumpy apartment or to let you somebody really stay in my dumpy house. Hotels. Like I really can't handle like, okay, yep, the Motel 6 will do. Like, no, 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 it will not. I am super <laughs> fine with it. As long as it's safe. Yeah. I only care that it's safe. Yeah. But I how don't can care you know? if someone you was murdered there once. It's still you can't in existence. Know if it's safe. Just because it's on the side of the highway, it's still you can't in know that I can for tell. Sure. I have I have women's intuition. I can tell anyway, if it's safe. So we you don't up, have that, so you don't know. I set it up ahead of time with our, our hotel in Charlotte, like on the. We nor- have family who works for Hyatt on the so. north side of the hotel. We got a little discount since we know some people, and that was going to be fine. The problem is that we got out at like eight thirty. And at about noon, Lori's like, you know, our home time is only like 1030 now. It's like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, if we just drive right through, we'll be home before 11. I was like, oh, man, that is tempting as shit. And of course, that's only noon. So it's just but still, like, yeah. even though it's 10 and a half hours more to go in my head, it's like, but we could be home after this nearly two weeks away from the house before midnight tonight, like worst case scenario, right? Because you still got to stop a couple times or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. we're going to be and home. You, you stop a couple times. Bob chugs caffeine. So he has to stop every 10 minutes. I stopped twice during that <laughs> entire day, just as frequently just me. as my eight-year-old child and my 10-year-old child and you. So I don't want to The other hear thing it. is, like, I was very neutral on it because I didn't actually want to get home because I have to just go back to work again. Uh, yeah. So, like, I was, I was very neutral. Like, we could get home tonight and I could have a whole day at home or I could get home tomorrow and still have to go to work the next day. Right. So, like, right. it doesn't the, matter. What sealed the deal was that you can't cancel the hotel that, decided for us. that close. Yes. Like, they, they, they make you pay anyway or pay some portion Is of it, it anyway. 24 hours like, usually or is it close? Yeah, time? it's 24 hours. So, it's like, I'm going to pay $100 to not sleep in this nice hotel and have a restful night's sleep after a long day of driving like that seems stupid. Yeah. I might I'm already paying for it. We might as well stop and have a nice dinner and get on with our lives the next day. And and we did. And we did. Yeah. We ate sushi. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. Little boy of ours likes sushi with chopsticks. He's like a little bro, little <laughs> sushi boy. He likes breakfasts and he likes sushi. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, great trip, and I uh, apologize for being uh, entirely out of touch and for not reading any news the entire time or responding to. I don't think I responded to any messages if you sent any along, really. Uh, but we were having a blast. So, also, it was really hard to see your phone in the sun. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, the beach like it's so bright. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the only thing I, I did send was uh, there, there was. Uh, the the U.S. women's uh, soccer team did, mm-hmm. did not make it past the Sweet 16 or whatever they call it, you know, the round of 16. Yeah, they lost uh, to Sweden, I think, in the round of 16, right? Yeah, there there was there was uh, in the lead up to it, either in the promotion to the hey, the World Cup, about the blah blah blah. Even though it's like in one of those countries like New Zealand, where like I'm not watching that. It's like 3 a.m. start yeah. time. Like this is ridiculous. It right. Even count. Speaking of which, so Calvin sees some commercials for the World Cup. And he's like, "Ooh, World Cup! I love a tournament." Uh, so he was very excited. And I go to record the or go to check the times. And it's like everything's happening at 
Yeah, because it's like the Australia, 10 PM New Zealand, or later. So it's happening at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, but that's how New Zealand feels all the time. No, so. well, fuck those people. There's like 14 people there. Yeah, what no, are we talking about? Put us on American time. What are we doing? And it's like the winter there. Like you can see the, the managers and some of the fans wearing like coats and stuff. It's like, oh, this is cold over there. This, what's the point of even right. playing this stupid sport? Anyways, uh, in, the, in the lead up to it, they're doing these commercials about, you know, hey, the women's team. And they're very good. Two-time World Cup, blah, blah, blah. But there was this one commercial where they were – kind of taking the position that they were like almost kind of like the dream team like all these other countries these poor other countries are like struggling to come up with like a way to defeat this juggernaut team and right. like the whole thing i mean it's kind of they're playing it up for for, for laughs but like basically the team is like oh we're so good and it's like that's your problem and then like they lose like this is like the earliest yep. have been eliminated from i mean they usually make it to the semifinals and lose or the the whole thing and lose right. you know but like to like not even make it past that round of 16, after this build-up, I knew that they were going to get some flack because people are, like, for some reason, rooting for their defeat for some Americans, which is a weird instinct, but, like... I mean, the reason is because of the the contract that the men signed, right? The Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Do you think some of the men are, like, going through the finer points of that contract being like, well, wait a second. If they lost in the Sweet 16, what are we doing forking over... <laughs> Our portion <laughs> of the TV money from the Men's World Cup. Uh, well, because more people still watch the women's one. That's w- why. W- would uh, would it have been important to like have like a like a incentive based kind of like a we'll we'll share the pot provided you make it to at least yeah, the, the... you guys win the whole thing then yeah you get what you deserve I suppose you can have some of our TV money. You but... have to talk about what happened every night at the beach. What happened every night at the beach? The flags. All right. So earlier, I'm complaining about the lady at Disney World mediating her experience of the fireworks Living through her, her phone. Life. Right. At the beach, we were at. If you if you want to Google, you find out exactly where we were because there's something at Siesta Key Beach called Patriots Pier, which uh, is just a part of the beach. Where, where we were. We were, and where the city or someone has erected a, a, a series of flags. Uh, of course, the most prominent, tallest flagpole being the American flag. Of course. It's also not really a pier. It's also, it a pier? It's not a pier, but it's just what they... Or Patriot's Point, maybe, they call it? I don't know. I don't know, but it's not a pier. It's certainly not a pier. Uh, it's just a bunch of rocks and logs in the sand and then some, some flagpoles. I think it's Patriot's Point now that is, you is point it, that out. Is uh, it in Venice Beach or in Venice, Florida, rather? No. Okay. No. Siesta Siesta Key. There's, a, there's a Patriot's Park. Anyway, go ahead. It is called Patriot's Pier that's after stupid. All. all right. Regardless, that's where we were. We were we were just right there. We walked out onto the beach across our driveway right to those flags. And Oh, they have Christmas trees there in summer. I mean in Christmas. So there's the American flag, there's a Florida flag, I believe, and then there's also all of the branches of the military uh, flags. So there's like a Space Force flag, which they is have a, yeah. the Space Force one. Wow. <laughs> they do the one that looks like the Starship it's Enterprise. A Star Trek flag. Uh, it's, it looks like a. I, at first, I thought, why do they have the nerdy Star Trek flag down yeah. there? But no, it's actually <laughs> I a took Space a Force flag specifically to show Julia. Uh, and then they have like the POW MIA flag, and then the the Marines and the Navy and the, oh, nice. the Army Air Force. Anyway, a bunch of flags. Nice enough. Nice enough all by itself, but uh, the kicker 
is that about 15 minutes before sunset every night, a gentleman send a picture of this beautiful sunset too. A gentleman arrives and breaks out his little karaoke machine thing that he's got there. Like it's a, a microphone and a, and a speaker. Oh, like, like one of the portable things. He kind of brings right. it. Brings it. And he begins his presentation, which lasts for about 15 minutes before sunset to about 10 minutes after sunset. He plays songs, including a different, a different rendition every night of God Bless America. And it's not it, different every night. It is. It was a different God Bless was America it? every night that we were there. Yeah. And he plays – what other songs did he play, Lori? Um, I mean the best one. I'm Proud to be an American, yeah. that fucking song. Uh, which is a dreadful the national song. Anthem. He plays at at sunset. the The big kicker moment is in the moments, the, the minute and a half before the sun America is finally gone. Yeah, America the Beautiful plays, uh, wow. but he plays the Star Spangled Banner in that last minute and a half that the sun is is disappearing over the I horizon. I sent a picture of what it looks like. And it's better, obviously, than the picture can oh, show. Right. Wow. Similar to the fireworks issue, a picture of a sunset does no justice whatsoever. Oh, Especially like a picture of a sunset that I took with a phone. You know, like there are beautiful pictures of sunsets that photographers, just like the people who take professional video yeah. of, like they're professionals. Right. Anyway, it's a bit much by my reckoning, but people seem to really. Get a big kick people out of it. People in Florida can't, uh, and can't pe- people take were that gathering away. every night to witness this ceremony that would take place. And uh, the first night that we were there, I made the mistake of being within like a distance of the thing as it was happening that I felt compelled to not blow it off, right? Because I want to be respectful yes, of, of the thing that other people are doing, especially it's the national anthem. Yeah. It's my first night there asshole. on the beach. Yeah, But I got, it would be an asshole move of me because as I'm accessing the beach, I'm walking right past this ceremony. <laughs> it would be shitty of me to literally turn my back on the thing as it's happening and walk on uh, to join my party on the beach. <laughs> Would anyone know so, it? Like, or if, so like, he, no. Well, but I, to me, like I'm, I can't be that guy, right? So <laughs> I stop. I doff my cap. I hold my my hat across my chest, and in, in the the sort of uh, bro salute of the baseball game, right, where you're holding your hat over your heart, uh, and I wait for the fucking song to play through, and then I I move along with my night. I, I do not. Uh, allow any of the rest of the ceremony to impede my progress. But I get down to the beach, and Lori's like, oh, I didn't want to watch the sunset with your wife, huh? It's like, well, yeah, I did, but the fucking, there's this guy, and he's playing the Star Spangled Banner. I did, but I love America more. <laughs> and I, I, like, there'll be more sunsets. He's not going to do this every night. Uh, that turned out to be wrong. He did this every goddamn night. It's every night forever. Or right. uh, he, he draws a nice uh, crowd, or just uh, people just milling yeah. around. No, it's not just the people milling around. People come out specifically to watch this thing happen. And this is where this is why I bring it up in relation to the the woman with the fireworks. You didn't bring it up. But... Well, it's it's why I wanted to talk about it in relation yeah. to the woman with That's the fireworks. That's why I brought it back to you to talk about. You're welcome. Great job. Better at this <laughs> Thank than you. you. Yeah, you're way better at this than me. Uh, which is that I'm watching 
uh, and, and again, the rest of the nights, I positioned myself such that I would not feel that I was being disrespectful either to this guy or to our fine we country. We played Mulkey instead. We played games. Right. We were far enough away where that thing could be happening over there, and I wouldn't feel obligated in any way to turn around and pay direct attention to it, right? No. I'm here to sit on the beach, hang out with the family, and watch the sunset, and as long as I'm not directly in the path of this thing as it's happening, I can largely ignore it. That's all fine. What was blowing me away was watching as, say, between 50 and 100 people would show up for this thing every night. A full half of them or more would have their backs turned to the thing that's happening out over the Gulf of Mexico, which is this the picture in- I sent. Incredibly yeah. Yeah. beautiful thing. Like the sun, that that which gives energy and life to our solar system. A representation of the power of the universe, right? Of, of the beauty and mystery and majesty of the whole thing. And Mostly they, it was very colorful. They, yeah. And it's beautiful. It looks and it's really great. Like fucking psychedelic at times and weird and crazy, right? And, and it's, it's something different every single goddamn yeah, it night. It's an amazing experience. And instead, you've got your back to that, and has this dope in his short pants is is given a speech about the fallen police officers and like a moment of silence for the troops. Like, I, God bless you for the thing that you believe, but like, does it have to happen? Do you have to have your back turned? Right. On this thing as it's happening in order for it to be that much more meaningful. Now you're mediating your experience of this sunset through the prism of this weird performative patriotism that I just – I cannot identify with whatsoever. Also, the uh, – this person, this uh, – they could do this 30 – you know, 30 minutes earlier or an hour early or – or later, just to kind of not interfere with the sunset time. But there, no, I think you that could they're, do the they're whole, tied together. He's done it to tie it together, but he could do the whole presentation after the sun has gone right. down. Because uh, you still have, like, in a weird way, see. Lori noticed this, in a weird way, the sky gets brighter in the immediate 10 or 15 minutes after the sun goes right. down. Because there's something about the fact that, like, your eye isn't overwhelmed or focused yeah. on you're, the you're bright orange ball anymore. over yeah. there. And uh, instead, just the whole canopy of the sky overhead yeah. is still being lit because of the way the curvature of the earth works, right? Uh, sorry, Kyrie. <laughs> um but like the way that all of that works, like it's actually still bright as day right. uh, for a few minutes after the sun goes down. He could run his whole fucking program in the 20 minutes after sunset, and it would be just as great. And it wouldn't interfere with the thing, the, the amazing thing that's happening uh, out over the uh, out over the Gulf. And I, again, I just it's so, not something I can identify so with at all. He's deliberately trying to draw people away from the sunset experience. No, no, he's tying he it in after, his head. I mean, yeah, he, but but it for him clearly those two things are meant to happen but he knows at the same time. Some of the people are their backs, like Bob was saying, are turned away from. But the he didn't too, say the turn your back. No, he's but not. He's too. not facing. He to- does not face the sunset. He faces the flag in in the oh, way that he right, arranges himself. He is not. 
he is he's not facing the sunset as it's happening. Wow. So in some way he's tying these two things together. There's a there's this weird the fact that it's like they play America the beautiful and and God bless America. It's like it's, it's, it's it, proud to be an American that's the best. It's the last song one. he plays. It's the kicker. He plays proud to be an American every night. It's like what does that have to do with this thing <laughs> for that him, we're fucking everything. experiencing? And yeah, for him it's this it's this again I go back to this impoverished understanding this this very sort of small idea of of what this thing that's happening over here is it's an it, american sunset right it's not an american like this, yeah, this, this should be completely distinct and separate here we from, are in america right, watching the sunset it's very stupid and it, it's fine I'm, I'm sure it's very meaningful for him and for the people that gather there there were people unrelated to him during one of the days that they had their like beach chairs and an American flag right in front of them. Oh. Just this in was case. just a, this was just a couple. It was just two people. Oh, I, I'll send a picture. They were sitting in beach chairs. They had no sun protection whatsoever. They had <laughs> they had a flag. Plant. I was taking a selfie. Just I mean I I made it look like a selfie. Oh. They just so. sat behind their American flag the entire day before right. taking off. Very strange decision by them. I don't know. I don't know why we insist in various ways in uh, taking beautiful and majestic and amazing things and reinterpreting them through the lens of uh, zoom in something distinctly smaller. With the American oh, flag. I <laughs> it's very weird. But again, this could be going – people experience things in the way that they're familiar with. And I guess this is the, the, their whole identity wrapped around that. Yeah, I guess. apparently. Anyway. You've been listening to Cast Iron Brands, a podcast with Bob and Abe, and also a vacation recap show. You can find the show on Facebook or Twitter. Head on over to brainiron.com, castironbrains.com. Send us an email, brainironpodcast at gmail.com. The opening and closing themes of the show were composed by Mark Gillig. Tetramermusic.com, T-E-T-R-A-M-E-R music.com. Abe, it's been like a month. We've only recorded once in the last month. Uh, uh, Barbenheimer happened, right? Yes. Both those movies came out on the same day. One of them's made a billion dollars. One of them's made uh, five hundred. Yeah. Million dollars, which is still a considerable amount of money. Ridiculous amount. I actually saw one of these movies, which we'll get to in a moment. Besides those two. Oh, we got to go to bed. Which I'm sure that you've seen both of those. What else did you see? I'm not going to cover all of them, but I've seen six movies. uh, Jesus Christ, Dave. That's good. No, we have to just do that next week. I got to go to work. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. First, uh, we got to know what the six movies were. If we want to have a lengthy discussion about Oppenheimer, we can do that next week. But go ahead. I mean, uh, so it's obvious, you know, the Barbie movie, the uh, uh, Oppenheimer, the. I can't even remember some of them, uh, but like uh, the Teenage (laughs) Mutant thing. uh, Oh, is that out already? Yeah, it was out like not too long ago. Some horror movie. Was that a thumbs up? Is that. How was that one? That It was fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, for the Turtles, you know, they did the whole origin story thing um but so that one i saw uh first of all seth rogan uh is the mastermind behind that one i don't know if he yes. wrote the entire thing or well, he, he wrote was at the top you know oh thanks for showing up uh here's the movie like he did the thing 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's like, I don't need uh, to see you, guy. Just fucking play the movie. <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen still has his charm <laughs> that he had 20 years ago. It's all good. Uh, they made that movie relatively cheaply, I believe, like 60 or $70 million. And so uh, that should make a big pile of money for them, I yeah. think. Yeah. But uh, the, uh, the the movie that, that uh, I, I got a lot more people talking about is uh, Sound of Freedom, which is I went to go see my brother for mentioning it when I was hanging out with him over the weekend. My coworker today was talking about it. Uh, everybody's uh, it's all oh the rage. My God. Pretty good movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I think the, uh, uh, the, the Christian movie uh, scene has gotten a lot better since the, those movies we would be making fun of. Like they, they actually have a coherent middle, beginning, and end. This is not like a Christian movie, but like all the audience people are pretty Christian-y. Uh, but they did a pretty this good has job. Become, this has become a movie that it, it has a signal in the culture war one way or another. Yeah, so but if people you watch, are going. If you didn't, if you if you did not know that, and you just walked in clean, and you didn't stick around for the whatever the hell happens, I, I left before the credits uh, started. Uh, if you just watched the movie, this seems like a normal, typical movie. There's no like, I mean, it's about right. like child exploitation or whatever, but that's not like a part of the issue. Well, in theory. Yeah. All right, so that's four. What else did you see? Uh, Haunted Mansion, and that's it, right? And, and then the horror movie. Horror, you saw the horror movie? What was the horror movie? Talk like to hand me. Hand or something? Talk to Talk me. Talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me. Stupid movie. All right. Uh, so, uh, what did you think of this? I haven't seen Barbie. How was Barbie? Barbie was good. I mean, I, I liked uh, basically the three decent movies out of the six were the Oppenheimer, which I watched in uh, IMAX, uh, Barbie just in a regular Dolby. Uh, both of them were good. I mean, I didn't do the. I don't know why. I would never watch a movie back to back. I, I can. I only have like mental space for like one, one movie to pay attention to. The second movie, I would just not pay attention to. Uh, right. So I watched it on different days. Both were good. Uh, I did like Sound of Freedom. Yeah, I think I, that they were all pretty solid movies. Those three. Gotcha. Is Barbie a meaningful front in the culture war in the way that? Uh, some idiots on the right seem to believe it is. It shouldn't, but you know, obviously, you know, people can concoct any scenario. I mean, there was that there there was this one like monologue air where like the ugly duckling girl from uh, that show, um, Ugly American or Ugly something, America Ferrera. Right. She did some sitcom on ABC. I forget the name. Something ugly. Ugly Betty. There we go. I was gonna get it eventually. Uh, she had like a like a monologue about like you know how hard it is to be a woman you know so I I can see a Ben Shapiro person taking issue with that oh it's hard to be a guy too or some stupid thing uh, but no it's fine the problem with uh, like I didn't know anything about there were I knew there were a handful of different Barbies but in the movie they made it out like there were like a gazillion different types right. of Barbies and different types of candy I didn't know it was like that uh, the story was kind of like you. In order for it to be a movie, there has to be a story, and the story they came up with, like you know, Barbie like breaks free and she goes into the real world. Of, right. The story, as I saw it described as uh, Toy Story meets Elf, where it's like Barbie becomes a okay, real yeah. life toy, and yeah. then then it's a fish out of water thing, basically. Yeah, but the whole time she's kind of in her like all the other people. I mean, she's like a real life doll. And she pretends she kind of walks in and moves around like a doll, and then she stops doing that. And 
I thought it was fine. I'm sure you would have some issues with it, but like, uh, yeah. I'll see I'm it. Sure it doesn't seem like one that I need to see in the theaters. Uh, whereas Oppenheimer very much felt like one that we needed to see in the movie theaters. I do want to have an extended discussion about Let's Oppenheimer, do it next so week. I guess It'll we'll great. we'll save it for next time since we've talked so much about uh, Disney and the beach. This time, I thought Oppenheimer was fucking spectacular, and I cannot imagine seeing another movie after that or or prefacing it with some other movie and then not being able to be fully engaged in it because like I felt like I needed a day or two just to try to sort out everything that was going on in that movie, and I kind of want to see it again. I did not feel that way. Uh, I felt like I watched a history movie. And now that fine. now that we have another week, maybe I will go see it again uh, before we're going to talk about it next week. But I don't know. In a weird way, even as as much as I love the movie, I are we not talking about it? We're not talking about okay, it. Okay, then obviously. don't say what you were about to say. I, I'm just, just going to say write it down. I'll I, write it down for you. I wouldn't necessarily put it in my uh, Christopher Nolan top three, uh, but okay. but I still think that it was a, a spectacular movie. Abe, uh, I guess Lori's done here. Have you got... I have to go to work. Have you got anything else for us tonight? Nope. Well, I guess that's all we've got for tonight, then, and we will talk to you next time. Later. fucking superpower it's yeah. like no matter what a fucking shithead he is it's like well but boy he's way more fun than, I, than that other guy right like, like at the end of the day boy he's just a lot more fun than that other guy i do root for him in in games yeah. in the stupid game i oh. want chris to beat bob do you know how satisfying it is by the way so we're playing mulky which is this stupid it's like it's a like it, cornhole, but it's not. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like any of the billion different yard games. You set up pins and you have to fucking throw the shit at it it's and you, you acquire You'd points. It. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, but playing against him, and he, so we played uh, seven times over the course of the week. He won one time and I won five times. And so, like, it's just, there's, and I wasn't, I wasn't rubbing it in. I don't gloat the way that I would have when I was 12 years old when yeah. I beat my brother. But, like, there's, it's just so uniquely satisfying because he's such a sore loser. Well, like, and because he wins at everything in life. Right. He, he wins at everything. It's just, lose. it's just utterly inexplicable to him that he could lose unless the circumstances have been arranged in such a way. The only reason I lose is if they've cheated. Right. Is if it's not fair right so the first time we played he's like well you went last that's obviously an advantage so in the in like the two out of the last three games that we played i put him last he's like well you only won because you got to go before me obviously it's like <laughs> this should be a rebuttal like how is it possible and yeah. he does not he, like he's not doing it as a bit right. it's not a joke that is he like sends, a- he literally said the rules to this game are poorly designed because because the outcome was not to his liking like he was he literally said they should really change the rules to this uh, because he kept losing it's amazing anyway we'll never see him again <laughs> good times
because she's going to be happy about it afterwards because I'm going to be happy about it afterwards. I'm going to be and happy, happy about it afterwards. Then everybody's fucking happy about it afterwards, right? The proceeding was created with 100% human content.